Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. It's not too late for Jamel's heart to grow three times in size and welcome football back into his life. Welcome to a Wentz on the Bench edition of Sorry We Love Football, the only show that all out blitzes on the last play of the game. I'm your host and forever Eagles prisoner, Daniel Hardigan. The Jalen Hurts era has officially begun. I'm officially excited. Let's fucking go, baby. Time to take back the East. With us, as always, Chiefs fan Danny Solomon. Danny, you ought to be ashamed of your team's performance on Sunday night. One of the most boring football games I've watched all season. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it definitely is another boring win in an 11 win so far season. And, uh, you know, I will say we did see one thing we've never seen before a ghost touchdown. <laughs> And the gif of Tyreek just standing there before he backflips is pretty sweet. He was he was waiting for that fucking flag is what happened. He knew it was coming. They, he knew the refs couldn't give him that. Uh, and also, look, we got Washington football team fan Jamel Johnson with us. Jamel, the moment is yours. Yeah, Talk thank to you. Us. Thank you. Don't ask me. Don't ask me shit. You know where my head is. I came home and we haven't lost since I've been home. Uh, your boy's back. The prodigal son has returned. Uh, I'm staying. I'm staying. I sell PCP uptown now. Uh, catch me at the Exxon at 14th and Parkwood. What's popping? Hey, say hi to Alex Smith for me. I will absolutely yeah. do that. He's a frequent flyer at Jamel's Dust Hut. <laughs> why is why does that dude bleed so easily? What the Bro, fuck is going on there? I don't understand how he's even fucking playing football. But it's better than Haskins. Let's go! Made some big boy throws in that game. Yeah. Uh, All right, let's just get into it. Let's start the show. Let's talk about what we hated about watching football this week. I don't know what you guys are even going to come up with, but Danny, why don't you just kick us off? Well, I mean, besides the obvious uh, post-traumatic stress that I'm feeling from listening to you, talk about the Eagles. Uh, just like my dad talked about his third wife, you know, he's like, look, the last one was bullshit. This one is the one I'm very excited. Um, definitely those kind of vibes going on, but honestly what I hated, I'll just say it. The seventh playoff team, it's bullshit. I hate it. It's such a fucking mess. Are you looking at these brackets that they're showing us? With the three teams in the middle and the and it's a fucking mess. It's unclean. 
Fantasy football doesn't even let you do it when you're the commissioner because it looks stupid. You don't have that nice orderly bracket that we're all into. Are you looking at the in the hunt graphic? It's longer than the fucking Bible. There's too many fucking teams in the hunt now because of that seventh spot. We could have the Patriots in the AFC and the Vikings in the NFC. They're just they're, they're these teams that are just hanging on like the last little drop of shit stuck to your asshole when you pushed everything else out cleanly. Dingleberry. You know it. We've all been there after a McRib. And the way the way it used to be, you'd have two bye teams that were the the, those were the two best teams. They were set up to play each other on equal amounts of rest. But now one team gets all the breaks, literally all the breaks. No wonder the owners love it. That's their whole fucking business model. More for the 1%. Give more to the top. It's making America worse, people. Mark my words, there's going to come a day when the Jets and the Jags and the Eagles of the world will rise up and throw the shackles of oppression off of themselves and put the head of Ben Roethlisberger on a pike. Hell yeah. Take these shackles off my feet so I can dance. That's that's Mike Glennon. Mike Glennon deserves just as much of a chance as anyone. He deserves to be there. But not as the seven. The seven team is shit, is what I'm trying to say. Those top teams that get everything done with it. You need real competition. You can't just give everything to one team. Yeah, no, that's if playoffs, fair. If the playoffs ended today, the Vikings are in and the Cardinals are out. No one wants this. That's disgusting and unfair. We can't watch Kirk Cousins throw three interceptions a game for literally six weeks and then have him potentially even host a playoff game. I mean, I guess that can't happen, right? Unless he beats the Packers. But, you know, there, there's too many scenarios. Danny, you're absolutely right. I'm looking at this this graphic now. Here's a, some of the teams that are on the bubble who are right outside the playoffs looking in at that seven seed. The Denver Broncos have Trash. a chance. <laughs> the fucking San Francisco 49ers in Garbage. the mix. The Detroit Lions Asura. scraping on the outside of the playoffs. The Oops. Houston Texans aren't dead yet. All right, stop. Yeah. <laughs> it's disgusting, man. And you're right. Like, we don't want the Patriots to sneak in there in that seventh spot and just muck the whole thing up and come up with some fucking evil game plan and ruin some deserving team season. You got to have a. Pro- you, it's a matchup with a very good two seed. That's all I'll say. A very good two seed is going to get fucked. Go ahead, Jamal. All I'll say the only reason I'm pro seventh team is because I love gear. An extra team with a playoff patch on their hats. I love that. And nobody's going to buy it. Nobody wants the Texans playoff hat except me. (laughs) It's a perfect opportunity to get a $9 hat eight months from now. And where does that $9 go? Straight into fucking Jerry Jones's pocket. That's this whole thing is orchestrated. So you get the extra playoff game with the extra playoff revenue. You sell the extra playoff Chevy ads and it all goes to Shad Khan and Jeff Lurie and God damn it, even Clark Hunt doesn't deserve this money. There he is. That's my Keep guy. Keep your money. He's an oil baron. Fuck him. Hell yeah. Danny's my dad, bro. You tell him. <sighs> Glad well, to be in good company. Uh, Danny, great point about this seventh seed. I'm with you, man. The whole thing was so perfect, and now it is 
It's gross to adjust to. Look, I'm not resistant to change. I like change, but not when it's stupid. This know. is stupid change, and you've I'm on wearing, board with that. You've been wearing the same hat this whole year, bro. I actually Told don't you. know if you like change. <laughs> Moving on. You know what I hated this week about football? That we didn't put Jalen Hurts in sooner. Wow. There's suddenly intrigue. This season is fun again. The past two months have legitimately felt like there was no point in watching these Eagles games. Why'd you make me suffer, Doug and Howie? You could have made it fun two months ago. There was no entertainment value these past two months. Nothing new, nothing exciting. Every game was like that Chiefs-Broncos disaster, only somehow way worse. There was just every reason to be apathetic, but now there's hope. There's light. This is like when the bat signal goes off in Gotham and Jalen Hurts opens up his chest to reveal the two. Second string, baby. Bro, <laughs> do you hold on. Dan, that, are, do you wish that you guys had traded Wentz to us when I asked you to? When we needed someone? I was year and a half ago. No, 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 no. Wentz, the, we'll get to Wentz in here in a second, but the brief stretch where Hurts hit a touchdown and then we returned a punt was the most exciting stretch of the entire fucking season. Yeah, did Hurts return the punt? I thought that was Rager. That was Rager. Okay, just check. Hurts inspired the team. He lifted the spirit. Okay, see, this is what I I was afraid of. I was afraid you was going to say some bullshit like that. Guys were looking around. I believe didn't complete another pass after that. I'm pretty sure (laughs) it was all bootleg runs from then on. I mean, it's just it's insane the turnaround. We've been, I, at least Jamel and I, have been making fun of Carson Wentz in all ways that, that are possible for the entire existence of the show. It's really what it was based on, yeah. is us drunk at a company holiday party saying, Wentz sucks, let's do a podcast about it. And you, Dan Hardigan, defending it to the last man, to the last ounce of your blood, that this guy deserved the... Super Bowl championship that he deserved to be an MVP and then deserved, despite all of the problems that he was directly causing, deserved a full season of of more football to prove after five years that he can win another championship or a first championship, whatever you'd call it. There was no way shit was ever going to happen. After that knee went out, it was over. I agree with you there because... And Jamal had a great theory on this. Carson Wentz is addicted to pain pills. Yeah, dude. Since the knee, he also had a back surgery. He must be... There's there's just a malaise to the guy's just fucking uh, attitude towards life. There's just no spark in his eyes anymore. The guy is dazed. He's walking you. around his entire existence is changed from the young buck that was running around having fun in 2017. I mean, look, Dan, I I get it, Dan. You're a company man. You have to. I just got through doing this with my own bullshit coach. I defended Jay Gruden for months too long. I understand. And I thank you for it because if the Philly fans were louder, maybe we do end up with Wentz and I have to deal with his pill problem. You want to know what the, okay, no, 
briefly. I know I'm going to, we spend too much time on the worst team in the league as it is. But you know what it is about Wentz? It's, it was us trying to atone for our sins with Donovan McNabb. We had an awesome franchise quarterback, and we never loved him, and we never appreciated him. This time around, we said, let's do things different. Oh, he's let's white. Let's be nice and, to him. Yeah. Let's be nice to him. Let's try and embrace this quarterback that we drafted with the number two overall pick. Yeah, let's see how let's, long of a leash Hurts gets, by the way. Anyway. <laughs> Please, yes. boy. Don't hey, even. We, we had a lot to do with Donovan McNabb's mental unraveling, and that was our mistake. This time, we tried to throw our arms around Carson, and that was a mistake, too. The, you know, the, the takeaway is you can't do anything right, and I fucking hate rooting for this team. I'm, I'll Jamel, just what say, you hate? Wait, before that, I just want to say somebody needs to look up Carson Wentz photos from 2017 to now and see if his face has changed because pill face is a real thing. You can see it on Matthew Perry and others, Luke Wilson. Just look for the pill face. He was popping perks with Boone. I'm telling you. Hey, Carson Wentz, if you're listening, lose Brett Favre's number. Stop texting that guy. Jesus Christ. Jamel, what did you hate about watching football this week? Uh, I, you know, the game was great. What I hated about football was cardigan sweaters. Listen, Taylor Swift, you got to get the fuck off my TV, man. That Capital One ad was too much. I was, I, come on, man. She's in bed with the devil. Capital One, literally the fucking devil. She's running around on TV dressed like a goddamn big-ass kindergartner talking about I only wear sweaters. I'll never wear a cardigan again. I let this white lady take cardigans from me. And that's, you know what? That's something that I have to deal with, but I don't like the feeling. Fuck off. And of that's that's what a creative genius dresses like. They all dress like that. Okay. Sure. Yeah, I Do wear you, kids' winter coats. Yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> do you I mean, do you find Taylor Swift attractive, or are you saying that she's infantilized too much? Also, just as a side thing here. Yeah, I mean, she's you know she's attractive. I'll say attractive. I will say somewhere uh, on the borderlines of cute for me, but certainly cute at a minimum. Hot. I'm not ready to go there. But steps beyond cute, certainly. Uh, I just think she is the devil. And I think she is rallying the white women for their next big move. White men, they are running people over with trucks. Now it's white ladies' turns. And they're going to turn candles into bombs. And I don't like it. Danny, I'm glad you brought Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Because if you're going to shit on Taylor for, for Capital One, I just want to point out... Samuel L. Jackson, hey, look. not only not only the king of Capital One, but also dragging poor, sad John Travolta to play Santa Claus <laughs> in these ads. Hold on, that's some of John Travolta's finest work, dude. He got he got his shit off as he's a great Santa. I he looks like his pill face. There, there's your pill face, guys. Our new Santa. Yeah, Man. I mean, you know, repressing your gay thoughts takes its toll over time. And letting your yeah, son man. drown. I don't know where I am with Samuel Jackson. Or Charles Barkley, for that matter. I don't Worst. know where I am. Look, I don't know where I am with any of them. All I know is, hey, how come Wells Fargo isn't cutting Mary J. Blige's check, okay? 
Where is just, where's the money going? Hey, look, Philadelphia no. quarterback situation, that's a race thing. Capital One, I don't know if that's racial. <laughs> uh, Danny, I think you hit on something that is a phenomenon that's under-discussed because it's hard to talk about, and it is, is Taylor Swift attractive? Jamel went with, yes, maybe cute. We don't know where to land on that. But uh, f- the thing that I've latched onto, and I don't know why they do it, white women think she's ugly. And I think that it's like building her up as some hero complex yeah. for their own fairy well, tale. Because in also, their heart, where there's like, it's an ugly lady succeeding, even though she's oh, not traditionally ugly at all. Because you're missing the bigger picture. All white women also think they, they all think they're ugly. Mm-hmm. They all think they're ugly. So they have to think she's ugly. Now they're all ugly together. It's a, I don't know. It's like, it's a sick pyramid scheme. I also think, there, I mean, there's a little tinge of like, there, there's a little sousant of that infighting that, that a lot of white ladies do, which is, you know, it's it's actually whenever white girls insist that a woman is unattractive or a bitch, I always give her a second look. I'm always like, you know what? I actually kind of like this. I And I got that from a lot of people saying Taylor Swift is ugly. So I watched the documentary I found her much more attractive afterwards. You know why? Because she writes her own songs and she's talented. You can see that the process is real and that all that shit is actually coming from her. She has talent. She can play her instruments. That does it for me. I like a lady with some talent. I like that she's tall. I do the thing where that girls do where they like tall guys. I like tall girls too. I like, you know, I like to play up. It's more girls. That's what I'm saying is like they they insist that we guys don't like these things when we do. So it's weird that they're always generalizing like, oh, guys don't like, uh, you know, a tall girl or they don't like a big girl. It's like, no, you just don't like it. We love it. We'll take anything pretty much. Indoor volleyball girl is the perfect girl. Outdoor volleyball girl. Eh. Indoor, yes. I don't know. You ever seen Misty May in her prime? I mean, Misty May was tough. I ain't going to look, man. And I can't name anybody who plays indoor volleyball, but I know when I'm watching Pac-12 Network, they're doing their thing. The National Football League. You got to love it, guys. You have to love it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad that you brought cardigans into this mix, Jamel, because somebody is going to be wearing a championship jacket in our fantasy league very soon because we're about to figure out what the fuck is going to happen with this league which has enormously high stakes and we this week wanted to take the chance to give our teams some sort of prep speech for the playoffs pump up your guys let them know what you need from them or what you didn't get from them this season i think jamel you're on the outside looking in, I don't know. That's, look, it hasn't all played out yet. There's still one game to be hey, played tonight. Hey, hey, Dan, it's over. I can tell you right now. So this week we're going to give a pump-up speech to our fantasy teams. Danny, do you have anything to say to Ask Kick City? Yes, and and this is really I I mean we all share the the, the entire universe of fantasy players. We all share common players on our team. So this is really this is for everybody celebrating the the onset of the fantasy playoffs, the second best playoffs of the NFL season. I'm just going to say it straight to the guys. Men, I am not going to sugarcoat this. 
We've lost three straight. We're limping into the playoffs. That said, I like the fight we showed this week. All right? Now, I'm just going to start it out with the role-playing guys. I don't need to say much. You guys are locking it down. You're doing your thing. Will Lutz, you're great. Solid 10 points every week. Love it. TJ Hawkinson, I'm glad I got you. You're doing pretty well. I mean, you know, Matt Stafford is always throwing desperation heaves to you. You're doing your thing. Seattle defense, I like what you've been doing lately. Nobody thought you were good, but you're playing bad teams. Keep it up. All right, now let's get real. Flex spot. I got some guys here. I'm going to shout out Miles Gaskin. I think you're the one. But, you know, I got Mostert. I got Dobbins. Maybe you guys can do something. You play All of you play shitty defenses the last few weeks. Gaskin's going to play Casey's run defense. You're going to get 100 points. You're not going to win a game, but you're going to get 100 points. I like it. Mostert plays Dallas. Dobbins plays Jacksonville. Just go get them, guys. My receivers, Brandon Cooks, Deontay Johnson, just be the target monsters you were meant to be. I know Deontay likes to drop it. That's fine. You can catch a few. Maybe catch a touchdown. You're going to get me the points I need. Cooks, you've been a little soft lately, but I have faith in you and Deshaun. You'll figure it out. Running backs, you're who I built this team around. Okay? Aaron Jones, Alvin Kamara, you're the rocks. You've had some shitty weeks lately, but this week you both blew up. Now is the time with Drew coming back and Green Bay playing the Lions. You guys need to be the heart and soul of this team like I know you can be. And finally, we have to talk about what's going on with Kyler Murray. You were the overall number one player in fantasy just three weeks ago. What the fuck? What the fuck are you doing? I Don't give me that AC joint shoulder bullshit. You run the ball. You don't run on your shoulders. I traded Aaron Rodgers to my enemy in the league, the person who's beaten me twice, and I play in week 14, the first round of the fantasy playoffs. I traded Aaron Rodgers, my other quarterback, now the probably the best fantasy quarterback there is, to this person. You will not let Aaron Rodgers beat me because I fucked up a bad trade and sold him down the river for Miles Gaskin and Jonu Smith. Not good, but I was in a desperation mode. Nobody wanted Aaron Rodgers at the time. Now here we are. Kyler, don't make me look like a fool. You need to step it up. I don't care you're playing the Giants and their defense is playing better. You need to get me 44 points. You need to get me 10-plus points on the ground alone. Larry, Larry Fitzgerald is back from his COVID time. All right? Throw it to him if you have to. I don't give a shit. Turn back the clock. All right, let's go out there and win one. (laughs) Preview of Danny as a dad talking to his kid about his report card. Jesus Christ. I need this money. I mean, it's $800, right? Something like that on the line. Yeah. We were paid out the odds for this league. Do you get money? Is it dough back for highest points? Or did I dream that? It used to be. Yeah, it used to be. I should probably reinstate that. But you know who you know, you gotta win games. You gotta win games in this league. <laughs> Besides, you didn't get highest points. I think Harding I mean, did. It, when is it highest points through? The end of the year? I'm third nah. right now. Or it's till no, it's till the playoffs, right? Ah, uh, well never mind. Yeah, I wouldn't get that. I got I, I, was, I was close. But anyway. So <laughs> Danny, great speech. Uh, 
I'd like to talk to my guys at the Joe Bob Briggs team. We uh, we we rested our starters this past week. Uh, this was basically a week seventeen for us, where we we just didn't need to win. There was no there's nothing on the line. <clears throat> but entering into playoffs is a different fucking mode, and I'm going Iceland coach for Mighty Ducks too. This is no nonsense. I'm going all black attire, hair slicked back, and I just want to intimidate my own team. They need to be scared of me. Okay? They work for me. I put the I fucking manage this roster. There's no fun in fantasy. There's nothing made up about it. There's real money on the line. There are real championships to be won, and you don't fucking let me down. I'm a little bit like Danny's speech. Playtime is over. Now go out there and humiliate my coworkers. Now. Pretty good. A couple of real couple of real inspirational leaders. Way to go, guys. <laughs> We're the favorite. Joe Bob Briggs is the favorite. I don't care who's in fucking first place right now. Middleman, some made up generic editor that we dude? no one knows. Who is this fool, man? I need to see him. He's just always the tenth He's guy who agrees player, to do the leak. I just I just need to talk to him from four feet away. I think six feet is uh, the recommended no, distance. I'm going to need to creep inside this man's bubble. Uh, Jamal, you want to talk to your guys? Talk to the Wombats and, uh, you know, let them know how you're feeling. Yeah, uh, guys, um, let me be honest with you guys. Wombat football has meant a lot to me. Over these past couple years, it's been, it meant a lot to me. It might not look like it sometimes. I know Coach seems a little blasé, but I want you guys to know I love each and every one of you, and you guys gave me everything you had. And there were some things that weren't in your control. DeAndre, Kyler Murray's arm falling off. That's not your fault. You won me a game I wasn't even supposed to win. So I can't even be mad at you, son. A lot of this is on me. Some terrible coaching decisions, not playing Logan Thomas, chasing the fucking Tanyan game. That's not on you kids. That's not on you kids. I just want you guys to give me everything you have for the rest of the year, man. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna let you guys know I'm gone and I'm never coming back. Uh and I don't I don't want that to affect who you guys are. Know that coach loves you. But I clearly cannot do this anymore. <laughs> I just, I want you all to stay in school. Do you guys, I, you, when I got you guys, you guys were a ragtag bunch. And then you, and then you got good. And then you got real bad again. <laughs> just keep hitting those, hit your, keep going to your SAT this- prep classes and I'll be checking on you. But I am 100% done. Coaching the Woodbridge Wombats, I uh, I'm hanging it up. Is this this, this is, is a retirement speech. Yeah, I was wondering. This is a retirement speech, gentlemen. I just realized that um, I only have enough mental space to watch actual football. I cannot what? dwell in a fantasy world. It's like when the cop. Remember when the cop goes into Cool World? You know what I'm saying? Remember when? Remember when Roger Rabbit, when the good dude shows up and he can't really hang? I'm that guy. I don't belong with the cartoons. I belong uh, out in the world with the squares. Well, what about when 
the the retired detective and then Danny, the chief of police, comes by your house and tells him you next season how badly we need you. We need you back on the case. Yeah, Look, this man. really raises the stakes of these playoffs if they're gonna be the last of this league to ever be. Listen, listen, bro. It should never be all on me. Don't leave don't don't put it on me. First off, second off, if the Boston Stranglers on the loose, I don't care. If Danny comes to my house and says, you got to play fantasy football, here's what I'm going to say to Danny. Fight me. If you beat my ass, I will play fantasy football. You know my address. You can do it anytime. I like it. I've been doing Pilates. I think I can hang at least in a battle. I mean, I, I got to figure <laughs> out a strategy. Definitely. Maybe go you, for the I, knees. I know you got some Batman energy in you and where you've already figured out how to dismantle me and Dan in case it comes to it. I know you've got a little bit of that little Justice League inside of you. And how but to cook each of you if they're if it's an apocalypse situation. Sure. There you go. That's that was not what I was expecting, but the facts remain. So Danny Danny might come by your house looking for help, but finding a fight. Yeah, no. Uh he says, come back on the job. I throw him through a plate glass window. <laughs> so that's not what happened in Rambo 3. I mean, the guy, he took the job. Yeah, they always <laughs> took the job. And when you come to the ashram and you beg the guy to come back, he says no. Then he has a weird dream or something, and then he decides to do it. No. Nah, okay, so here's my version. I say no. And then you're like, come on. Come on, man. Uh, the Angela hit me. It's, it's, it's Angela. And I'm like, Angela? And then I'm like, I'll think about it. And then I do a bunch of acid and never come back. <laughs> but Angela's in a basement somewhere in a cave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she used to, we were in the same group home together. And you know what I'm saying? We, we go way back. She was the only one who believed in me. I know all of that. Now she's tied up. She's got like a little bit of blood at the corner of her lip. The the she's like five feet away from a villain's throne. Look, man, I know that. I know that. And there's people bagging up cocaine in uh, just like their underwear. Yeah, I know all of that. And only you have the address of where this is all happening. <laughs> yeah, only you can defeat this guy. Even though I'm in the army and I have control over hundreds of thousands, maybe thousands of troops. Yeah, but I literally the only person who can't defeat this guy. There are six people who can defeat this guy. I am the seventh. Well, yeah, there's not there, who wants to join the army anymore. This fucking country. No, all of our best people are going in the private sector. Man, join yeah, Blackwater. Like, yeah, my DC league is Blackwater. Maybe I get it. Maybe I do a private contract deal with them. This is the first year I didn't make the playoffs in that league. This has been five years. Well, the Wombats all, playoff appearances. That's your, all non, that's your all non-white guy fantasy team, right? Yeah, I'll talk about that later. Okay. See, that's, I think this is the same thing as, as Hardigan's Carson Wentz hate. It's, it's raw. I understand the emotions are raw. Not making the playoffs, there's no worse feeling than that. If Trump had won, I, don't, I would be in a cocoon right now. I wouldn't be able to speak. I get it. When it, when it's raw, it lasts a little while. Of ju you just feel no, like you can't possibly listen. give it another shot. But I then understand. You do. I'm doing the honorable thing. 
uh, when a coach, you, how many times have we seen a coach call a dumbass play? Like Pete Carroll should have resigned the moment he didn't give Marshawn Lynch the ball in the fucking Super Bowl. And I'm doing the right thing, and I'm quitting at the Super Bowl post-game fucking presser. I quit. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry I showed up with those khaki pants on. I'm dead all, wrong. All we're asking, we're just saying think about it. We're, we're just yeah. saying think about it. Okay. I'll tell you what's not a fantasy. The wait being finally over for us to talk about bet online. Hey, football is in full effect. Many teams strutting their stuff. You know, I've said this so many times. You know it. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, even dogfights. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to Bet Online today and use the promo code ARMCHAIR. That's all capital A R M C H A I R armchair to take advantage of the, all the great sign-up bonuses bet online you're online sportsbook experts hey fellas you want to talk about what's going to get taylor swift in your bed i'll just start right now by saying support for sorry we love football comes from manscaped who is the best in men's below the belt grooming the holidays are here guys have you made your wish list yet our sponsor today has the number one wished for gift of the year Manscaped, the best, again, I'll say it, it, the best in men's below and above the belt grooming. Manscaped is here to ensure you're taking care of your manhood and your nose hairs and all the hairs on your body with their new performance package. Naughty or nice, tis the season to perform. I know I have to perform sexually from time to time, and when I do, I like to be smooth as a seal down there. And if you do too, you're in luck because the Manscaped Performance Package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle and makes the perfect gift. Imagine opening an attractive box that says, your balls will thank you. That's what it actually says on the box. And inside is the most sought-after gadgets and scents a person can find. Included in the new package is the Weed Whacker, Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, which is waterproof. It uses 9,000 RPM motor, 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. It's all over your dick. And look, guys, 79% of the partners that we polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff. So why not use the best tools for the job there? I'll tell you what this bundle also includes. The Lawn Mower 3.0 Trimmer. The best trimmer on the market for your balls, butt, and boys. That's both your dicks. The dads can't stop talking about this. The teens secretly buy this. The women will love you for this. Santa will gift you for this. He'll give it to you. Tis the season to Manscaped. So get yourself, your dad, your brother, your friends, everyone you know, people you don't know, weird them out with the best gift of all, the Manscaped Performance Package. Get the Performance Package now and receive two free gifts, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. It'll go nice next to your real travel bag. Also, you got that famous liquid, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, and the other one, the Crop Reviver Ball Toner to maximize your ball hygiene routine. It's all in there. This performance package is the best value Manscaped has to offer. It's hot off the shelves. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com 
Thank you, Manscaped, for making our holes clean as a pool table. Hmm. And thank you, Manscaped. I have to say this too. It is literally required. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use that code armchair. What are you waiting for? Go whack your weeds and then whack your lady in the bedroom. Okay. Uh, let's talk about week 14. Uh, there's only a few games left and the win totals are not going my way. Uh, Danny has crept ahead. Jesus. And then I followed you down the trail of fucking crap. Oh, you did Damn. better than me this week, actually, or this past week. So Danny's oh, sitting pretty hey. at 126, 126 total wins. I'm at 124, and Jamel's at 114. Still time for things to change. So time to start making some fucking zany-ass postpone, get yourself three points in one sitting, Jamel. Type prediction. Uh, that because... that type of time is over. I don't know if I can pull one of those because people, as you said in an earlier show, uh, you know, spouses aren't getting hit this year, so there won't be any surprises down the stretch. I don't think. Okay, well, let's talk about it. Week fourteen, Thursday, Patriots at Rams. These are two of my what the hell even are these teams? Teams. The Patriots are bad, but they win games forty-five to zero. The Rams are good, but they can't beat the Niners. The fuck are these teams? They're teams with good defenses where their offenses act strange. But I thought nine Patriots defenders opted out of this season, and it's a bunch of fucking no-names. Bill Belichick is a fucking warlord, dude. He fucking committed fucking war crimes in the Congo, dude. He had teenagers with assault rifles out there, man. He definitely feeds on on bad quarterbacks. He feeds on negativity, I think. He's like it's like Ghostbusters too a little bit. When mm-hmm. you know, when you when you show your hand a little, when you get a little frustrated, that's when that guy eats. So you just you you need confidence out of your team. And I feel like Jared Goff uh probably doesn't have a lot of it, but the rest of the team does. The rest of the team, I feel like, is playing real well. And Jaron Goff goes as the team goes. They win games, you know, about more than half the time every season because the team around Jared Goff is so well built. And uh, I think that's enough to overcome the Belichick curse. Yeah, I'm saying Rams, too, because I'm just riding the Rams. Uh, I, I feel like, yeah, their defense is really good. And, you know, Jared Goff... He's spotty as it can be, but he'll get it together for a little run, I feel like. I, I've got the Rams like in the NFC Championship game, just somehow. Whoa. <sighs> so bad. Here, just Hearing Goff's name reminds me of Wentz's failure, so it hurts my soul. But I'm going with the Patriots in this game because of what you guys just said. Bill Belichick could just whisper in some 19-year-old's ear and have them walk in the front lines and, you know, blow themselves up for the good of the team. So I don't know who he's going to ask this week, but they're going to make a big play and the Pats are going to win. Well, I also think, I also think that the bad quarterbacks thing extends to bad coaches, chargers, 
bad, bad coach. Really dumb, bad game day coach. And will get fired. Sean McVay ripped, looking good, hot wife from Hard Knocks. I mean, you know, to some. She's no Taylor Swift. But, uh, you know, she he's got the fire pit overlooking L.A. He's got it all. I don't think Belichick can play mind games with that dude. All right. Let's go to the Sunday games. Titans at Jags. One sentence game. Here's, here's my one sentence. Mike Glennon looked pretty fucking good. Where's Glennon mania? Last year, Minshew won like three games and captured the hearts of a nation. Where's yeah, Glennon? Because, nah, he's cute, dog. He's, he's, and also, you know, Minshew is specifically Florida hot. The mustache crushes in North Florida. Dude, come on, man. He's fucking yeah. crawling in fucking pussy like some goddamn alligators. Glennon's like Eastern European, still weirdly, kind of still not attractive, but. Oh, he's not yeah, attractive. He looks like he just got out of the Matrix. For sure. Were you all going Titans here? Titans. Yeah, they come, come on, back. man. Derrick Henry is going to go nuts just in time for me to miss the playoffs. Go Titans! <laughs> My guy, Corey Davis. Shouts out to him. Yeah. They had a weird second half there. They just blew. Uh, we'll talk about it when we get to the Browns. But okay, Vikings at Bucks. The two most annoying quarterbacks in the league square off against each other. It's a disgusting matchup that nobody should win. I want the Bucks to win just because I'm sick of seeing Kirk Cousins win games. I know Tom Brady just as evil, but I just can't with this guy. Kirk Cousins, go to hell. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the difference between Tom Brady, who doesn't probably even listen to music, and Kirk Cousins, who listens to Creed. You know, yeah. it's it's better to have the absence of a soul than a than a dark soul, I guess. And and that's exactly thank you because so Kirk Cousins belongs in hell. Tom Brady purgatory. I want Tom Brady to float in nothingness for eternity. What's worse than winning a tie? Purgatory. That's a great way for Tom Brady to die. Yeah, is it just him in the afterlife floating around with nothing to do. No yeah. no challenges to face, no adversity. Yeah, just nothing. The end, and the tuck rule. <laughs> uh we all going bucks? Bucks. Bucksies. Bucksies. Uh next up Chiefs at Dolphins. Danny, are you worried you're going to drop another game this season? You guys are flirting with these 3.4 point victories. We might, because I think we need to wake it up, but I don't think it's going to be against the Dolphins. I think the Saints probably will beat us, and that'll be enough to get the juices running for the playoffs. Hopefully by then, Pittsburgh will have lost a couple, but this is not a losable game for us. It will be ugly, though. I have been playing it on Madden. It's looking ugly, and I like the Dolphins' defense. I like the Dolphins all around. I wish they would actually play Fitz. I don't really care for this Tua guy. I don't think he's good or bad and that's just no fun but uh i think they'll they'll put a scare in us get 20 points maybe it's you know 2017 going into the fourth quarter and then we turn it on something like that it's what can i say the guys are not they're not excited to go out there and win these regular season games we're we're are you are you as a fan i wanted to check your pulse of chiefs nation okay so you're on a title defense now which is a lot different than last season where you're chasing this unattainable goal. Now you've already like 
and it's clear you're probably the best team. Are you on sim? Are you just trying to sim to the playoffs right now? Are you just like, let's get this shit over with? I certainly wouldn't mind if we just had a bye straight to the second round of the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I I can't really care about this Dolphins game. I'm not going to care about the Falcons game. I'm definitely not going to care about that season-ending Chargers game. But we still have to sit there and play these fucking things. So, I mean, yes, I, I want to see us against a really good team against the Saints in Week 15. But that's that's it as far as good teams we're going to play that that test us and give us a reason to get out of bed. Okay, Jamal, you going to go do something crazy and say the Dolphins? Nah, Chiefs should win. Because exactly, like get your hat out of your fucking ass and go win a game. I'm interested to see what the Finns do. You know, the Finns are covering. I don't care what the spread is. They are, yeah. That's what's annoying, too, is like, so we don't blow teams out that aren't, you know, at the in the top five of the league, and then we take shit for it. Like, we're still beating these guys. We're still 11-1. I don't know what else you guys want. We weren't even 11-1 last season. We lost four games last season. Get out of here. Okay. <clears throat> Moving on. Broncos at Panthers. You know what? It's a one-sentence game, and here's my sentence. I hate the Panthers. I know that they're like this podcast darling and you guys love them, but I don't fucking get it. I don't find them entertaining. I hate this team. Give me the Broncos in this game, baby. Yes. I'm so glad you took the Broncos. AJ Bouye just got COVID or not COVID. He got PED'd. Got PED'd this afternoon. That was the last bastion of uh of that supposed to be awesome broncos defense they lost von miller they're just they, you know they lost chris harris for a while he's not the same i love it i and the, i think the panthers defense is going to show up in this game i'm actually taking them in another league as my playoff defense because drew lock sucks ass have you seen how much he sucks he made our defense look like the fucking rams it was great but he sings along to rap songs sometimes. I mean, he might be one of the he maybe bottom five, but one of the worst quarterbacks playing right now. He just doesn't have it. Give me the Panthers, obviously. I mean, I think that goes without saying. Yeah, fun the the Super Bowl rematch. Nobody ever wanted to see again. Give me Panthers. Doki. Next up, Texans at Bears. I'm not even going to justify this game with a sentence. Oh, I hope to not watch any of this, even though I like Sean Watson. But the Bears blew a game that actually made me text our boss and previous guest, Matt Harris, and apologize and just be like, dude, I'm sure you threw your hat or whatever the hell you had on. That was the low point of your season, and I'm sorry. And he was in a dark place, (laughs) for sure. How can you be in a in a light place with the Bears being a Bears fan? That is the, the, the worst up, losing to the Lions like that. They were up thirty to twenty and like got an interception with four minutes left, and they had the ball like on their own thirty going in, and then they had to punt. Lions go for like a ninety-seven yard drive and then strip sack Trubisky on the other end. Just an impossible game to lose. It was Falcons. Come on, man, look, man. The fucking Bears are bullshit anyway. What are they going to do? Make the fucking playoffs? Piss everybody off again? Fuck out of here. I'm happy for the Lions. 
They deserve something good to happen. Have you been to Detroit? I'm never going. I love Matt Stafford, man. I mean, fourth quarter Matt Stafford, at least, when he really decides to turn it on and start throwing to people. And the Lions were a fun pick to win last week. I really was happy that I picked them. And it felt good when they won. And it felt good when they won, you know, all the four games that they've won all season. They're, 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 it's, you feel good for them. You never feel good for the Bears. And you don't really feel good for the Texans either. And if you want to talk about any loss that was even comparable, uh, Deshaun Watson going in from one yard out and fumbling the snap and losing the game against the Colts team that they had no business losing to in that game. So, Kind of a toss-up here if you think about it, but yeah, I'll, I'll take the Texans. The Bears are just doomed. Uh, yeah, same. Give me the Texans. Uh, fuck off, Bears. Yeah, I'm never picking the Bears ever again. I fucking hate that team so much. Uh, Texans. Okay, next up we got Cardinals at Giants. Mm. The Giants are one of the hottest teams. The Cardinals going the other way. Did I not say Cole McCoy? Cole McCoy is a God-level backup. You know what's funny, and I didn't realize, and I was reading about this week, is that Colt McCoy also broke his leg two years ago while playing for the Redskins and was basically hospital buddies with Alex Smith the whole time. Yeah, he's the best backup of all time. He broke his leg, too, just to be with his guy. He just to hold the clipboard for his guy. Hey, buddy, I'm back. I think Colt McCoy far less inspirational of a figure than Alex Smith. Oh, of course. We can yeah, all agree. Totally that's why he's that, the. Yeah. That's why nobody knew it happened. <laughs> that's why he's the clipboard guy. That's why he's, but he's look, not the starter. He's not. And and if you want to even bring up the fact that he's a god level backup, I will just point out that he had he put up seventeen points. He had one hundred and five yards, one TD, one pick. Uh, you know, not exactly lighten up the scoreboard. I just don't think he's going to play. I think that they're going to get Daniel Jones back into this game. And I hope it's a shootout too, because what I really want is for Kyler Murray to go off. As I yelled earlier, I need Kyler Murray to have something to play for. And against a really tough defense like the Giants have, you know, if they could just get some offense going, then we'd have kind of a nice back and forth thing instead of the that just poor flaccid Seahawks game. That was ugly, gross to watch. And check this out. I'm picking the Giants because I can't be happy. And it's time for me to just learn that. Giants. I want to pick the Giants. I think as a hedge more than anything against Kyler Murray, but I just can't I cannot be that negative anymore. It's time to it's time to become the positive person that I want to be, believe in my team in the fantasy world, believe in my team in the real world. I'm going to pick the Cardinals, pick Kyler Murray to to do the things I'm asking him to do. Okay. Okay. I'm picking the Cardinals as well. It's like we've been – Kyler was so good just three, four weeks ago. You got to recapture some of that. I don't think he just lost his abilities like Carson Wentz. He's a lot better than that. He's going to fuck the Giants. Last early game, Cowboys at Bengals. Uh, I got nothing to say about this one. Bengals. Yep. Continue. Cowboys. Why not? Mm, I see you. Andy Dalton revenge game. Yeah, that actually makes a ton of sense. Yeah, give me the boys here too. 
Oh, Ooh, shit. Yeah, changing some minds here. I didn't even say anything. I mean, you could say Zeke against no. that shitty Bengals defense, but whatever. No, sure. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, They got receivers. Exactly. Bengals got Tyler Boyd and, well, they got Higgins too, but they don't have a their quarterback. And, and Boyd so got ejected. Boyd's like DQ'd for this game, isn't he? He, he, he No, wait, did he get he a full be. DQ? Oh, I don't my know. God. Maybe, maybe, well, maybe not. Out, yeah, well, Hardigan already said Bengals, so there's that. Zeke's, Zeke's more washed up than Carson Wentz. I mean, they're equally bad deals. Whew, put him on my team then. Terrible this season. Okay, uh, Colts at Raiders. The Raiders won one of the stupidest and funniest games <laughs> against the Jets I have ever seen. They blew that. The Jets gave them like nine different chances to win, and the Raiders cashed in on that ninth chance. And ran around like they won the fucking Super Bowl. Just a hilarious scene all around. And then the Colts, like Danny said, squeaked by. Um, I don't know how much to really say about these. These are two potential playoff teams. That's weird. Uh, I'm picking the Colts because I just smoked a joint with my Colts lighter Mm. that I got for free in Woodbridge. The fucking guy at the smoke shop didn't want to run a credit card. He wanted cash, and I was like two bucks short. He was just like, yo, take it. Yeah, that's enough of a reason for me. I mean, you got two teams g- coming out of it, winners against, uh, you know, I don't know, s- supposedly subpar performance, but uh, or teams that aren't very good that they squeak by. What I'm trying to say is the Raiders are in their late season decline, inevitably, as what always happens every year. And the Colts are in their uneven stumble into the playoffs that they win one and lose one and win one and lose one. But give me the Colts, I guess. Colts across the board. Jets at Seahawks. So the other end of this thing, do you think Jets fans are going to make a shrine for Greg Williams if Trevor Lawrence winds up becoming a Hall of Famer? If he's just like this incredible player they think he is? I mean, that was... A, a, a franchise-altering engage a blitz call. All the circumstances that lead you to finding the quarterback of your dreams are justified. Every, any sadness that you might have endured, as long as it ends up in the the person who will lead your team to glory, it's all worth it. Alex Smith tossing a fucking or no, it was a Mariota tossing the interception to himself in that game, Travis Kelsey getting the concussion, losing to the Titans. So disgusting. That's what gave us Patrick Mahomes. Just keep these, these injustices, these atrocities coming until you get the prize at the end of the rainbow. Also, it wasn't that long ago, Russ Wilson was the unanimous MVP. And now he's just leading the league in the turnovers the last four weeks. This is, Kind of a bizarre turnaround, but uh, we're all Seahawks here, right? We don't need to talk about this shit. Yeah, I will say it's weird that that Russ doesn't always put together a full season. I think that's a little odd. The years it's it's tough for everybody, man. That's Petey. It's because he's fucking. That's what it is. He's lost some. Yeah, he's having sex. Pete Carroll's the dumbass. Seahawks is winning anyway. Who cares, man? Jamal Adams revenge hour. It's tough, about, to bet, uh, it's tough to bet on a team that wants to lose. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up, we got Packers at Lions. Um, I wanted to just say shout out Adrian Peterson. I was saying this like two years ago, 
in the writer's room when Sean was still working there about how this guy's still a beast. And, you you know, if you're a Hall of Fame level player, you still have some run in you. And now he's leading the Lions in every rushing category and just kind of score, seemingly scores a touchdown or two every fucking week. Uh, I love you, Adrian Peterson, even. Uh, Boy, if you if Yeah, if you don't pick the goddamn Packers, what the fuck? Packers. Yeah, I mean, I can't say I love Adrian Peterson because he beats his child, but uh, maybe that's something you're into. I will just say I am very much looking forward to just I don't want to fucking see Jamal Williams on the field. Just Aaron Aaron Jones over and over and over again, 200 yards. Hey, come on, man. He keeps breaking them. He broke that one. Yeah, it was should. a sweet one. That's good. That's what's going to get this thing rolling. You deserve that, Danny. Packers. Falcons at Chargers. The mirror match. The teams that just can't find a way to win. Despite I, being kind of good. I know the Chargers coach isn't good. I hope he finds a job somewhere that is, you know, a smaller market. He just shouldn't be in L.A. It's just not. It's just not right. This is no small, smaller market than being the Chargers coach. No one knows they exist or cares. Well, I know they're knows. technically. I'm just saying, like, no one gives a shit about this team. Uh, just well, I'm saying the Chargers anyway. Chargers have some good players. I mean, I really like Austin Eckler, and I really like Mike Williams for the deep ball. I mean, Keenan Allen's a beast, and great. I get young. Good. I mean, and I fuck with the Falcons. You know, I love the fucking Falcons. I love the Falcons. Falcons. They just can't win. Matt Ryan looks more broken than usual. Duh, because he's still thinking about the Super Bowl, man. It was a mess. He should have a Super Bowl ring. His life is fucking ruined forever. Yeah, every time I want to convince myself that one of these teams can win, I think about how they would probably lose such a game. So it's like, if you... you put your stock into one of these teams they're going to lose so it's just an impossible conundrum i guess the falcons i guess young hoku greatest fantasy kicker of all time weirdly yes, true is. Uh, i'm going falcons as well and an all field goal matchup i'm predicting no touchdowns in that game just field goals that'll be fun uh next up team at niners the team riding high, loving the smell of their own shit, their own four and seven shit. Or what are they, four and seven or five, five and seven? seven. Their own the five Giants, and seven shit. Atop your division, sir. Put some respect on it. Yeah, you over there laughing. You'd love to be five and seven. You Wait till Jalen Hurts knocks you guys out of the playoffs week 17. Yeah, no, no I'll be laughing. Yeah, can't wait. Can't wait. I'll, be, I'll Skype you in. <laughs> I'll Skype you down when it happens. Um, I, I mean, I, I believe the Niners have a shot. I'm picking the team, though. You stupid team. Yeah, I also am going to pick the team. I mean, what's the one thing the Niners want to do to people? They want to run it down their throats. What's the one thing we, we all saw them do to the Steelers? Stop any hope of them getting one yard even. Come on, our run defense is crazy. Our Our defensive line is our best attribute as a team, clearly. You spent this 90 a, round one picks on it. It better be good. Yeah, and it's working. We got dudes I've never even seen. We got a dude named IHOP back there. We got all type of shit. This is going to be a close game. The Niners 
keep trying to convince themselves that they're the team from last year, even though everyone on earth who's not associated with that team can tell that they're not, they're broken and they're nowhere near as good, but they play hard. They just have terrible quarterback play and the defense isn't the same. I don't know. It's just, I'm going to pick the Niners and I hate myself for it. They can only beat the Rams. They only know how to beat the Rams and that's it. It just feels like they just keep, they're, they're not giving up. They're not the Eagles. They're not like the worst team in the world. They're still a semblance of good. So I, as much as I loved rooting for the team the other night, and I'm still going to be rooting for them here, actually. If I had any sort of rooting interest, I'd rather have the team than, than anybody else in the East. I hate the Giants and the Cowboys far more. Um, but I do think this is going to be a Niners win. Okay, Sorry, uh, Saints at Eagles. Saints at Eagles. Did you hear what I said? Saints at Eagles. Don't say the other part of it. Come on. Don't say it. Just get it on. Come on. You want me to say it? Fucking say it. Can't say it. Then it's out there. The Eagles are going to win this game. Wow. My God. It's true. (laughs) It's true. That's No, and it's bad. That's how dumb my team is. We're we're the sixth spot of the draft right now. If we keep losing, we can just shoot our asses up to like number three. But we're going to accidentally win this game with a fucking wonk quarterback who's going to run around and make some plays. You're crazy. Uh, Saints. Never picking against the Saints again. Saints. 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 This is a perfect time (laughs) to really hammer out the details of what the winner of the picks gets because you are about to take <laughs> jet style with this pick. And some of these other ones too are questionable, but this one proves the tank is on. So I need to know what I'm Hunter getting. Bucks, Hunter bucks cash. You're getting cash. I love it. From you each agree guy, to this? whoever the winner is. No, no, no. To- you can pool it together. I don't give a shit. I would even take it in the form of Jersey Mike's gift card. Jersey, hundred by hundred bucks, however you want it. Okay, like hundred bucks, however you want it, combined from the other two losers. That's fair. Hundred bucks on the line. Maybe I'll Jesus go fifty fifty percent Jersey Mike's, fifty percent Wingstop. This Look, is a we're great either new getting new yeah, however you want it, however you need it. We're either getting Taysom Hill, who is due a loss. The guy just can't go undefeated. Damn. Or we're getting. Stop explaining Gimp- yourself, please. Gimpy ass Drew no. Brees. I don't want to hear, hear you. <laughs> I want to know. I can't, but it's, it's got to be, there's got to be like carbon monoxide leaking in your apartment or something. We'll see. Support for this show is brought to you by Bet Online. The wait is finally over. Football is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff. You might not be able to attend a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to Bet Online today and use the promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook X. Hurts. Nice sound effect. Makes me want to gamble. Yeah, yeah. Put your life on the line. Steelers at Bills Sunday night. Mm. The Bills 
won their first Monday night game since like 1999 or some shit like that. It was the first one in 20 plus years. Uh, so congratulations for them. Josh Allen played the best game of his career. And yeah. he still tried to throw it away. He still almost got strip sacked with the shit on the line. But he didn't and didn't make another mistake, which was impressive. And then the Steelers coming off that a game that they're up 14-0 late in the in the first half and then kind of give up this this weird late field goal and then just have no mojo whatsoever in the second we're half. We're a second we're a second half team. Alex Smith a second half quarterback by the stats and by everything I've seen this year. We come out of the locker room. I just watched some Ron Rivera speeches. He just goes in there and calls everybody a piece of shit. They all should have beaten the Lions speeches. too with the with the Alex Smith uh, fourth quarter magic. Yeah. That he I was know we had it. Yeah, we was right there, but hey, that's just us. I uh, I I want desperately to first off, I want to pick the Bills, but I also believe the Steelers would win this game under a lot of other circumstances. I think Josh Allen doesn't like defense, and the Steelers got a lot of it, and I think. The Bills' defense is basically just Tredavious White, and that's it. And uh, I think the Steelers can probably throw some some nice balls around the yard on those guys. My problem is the Steelers have an absolutely correct, annoyingly correct point that the Ravens fucked them. They're playing three games in 12 days. They have injuries in a couple of spots, like Devin Bush got injured, and then his replacement got injured. You just lost uh, uh, Bud Dupree. You know, you're losing people. People are tired. They're, the receivers are dropping balls. It's Everybody's tired and old and depressed after the fuck job that the Ravens get after the league really gave them. So I think the Bills aren't a better team, but they'll take advantage of this. Billies? Nah, I'm, I'm going to pick the Steelers just because, you know, Ben will pull some bullshit out of his ass. Ben will pull some shit out of his ass. This is this is one of those games that makes me wish we had fans. Because a Bills, a good Bills team this late in the season, that place would be fucking outrageous. Well, people would be like, getting sucked off at oh, every yeah. level of the people getting sucked off. People getting thrown through tables. People lighting their girlfriends on fire. Dude, when the Bills are like four and six, they're doing all of this. They're nine and three right now, about to play the eleven and one Steelers. They would go on Sunday night, their second straight primetime game. These dudes would be going fucking crazy. I don't even know if the game would happen. They would might well, set this bitch on fire. Well, they're not there. Pick somebody, Dan. I got the Bills. I love the way Josh Allen's playing. He's far more like I liked what Danny just said. The Steelers are tired. They're grumpy. They're sick of getting messed around with. They look just fatigued. I don't know. There was something off with that team. They're still very good, but I didn't like what I saw the other night. And I, all credit to the team. They they played better than the Steelers, but just, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Last game, well Ravens at Browns. The other story of the week, Baker Mayfield had his uh, fucking baptism right before our eyes. Four touchdowns in the first half. Just yeah, no. Dick slapped Jamel's Titans. Yeah, which you know, exact opposite of last year. So good for Baker. And I'm sure people are still going to say he sucks, 
Is it because he likes to dance? Drew Locke likes to dance, and we still say he sucks. Because well, he actually sucks. Yeah, he's just sucky. I, I mean, it's the exact opposite problem that the Steelers have with the Ravens. The Ravens got too much time to rest. Everybody got to hang out and have COVID for a couple of weeks and sit on the couch and enjoy themselves. And now they're back against a Browns team that is feeling themselves, which is not good for the Browns. If you're a Browns fan, you should be terrified of this positive feeling that you have about Baker Mayfield and the rest of your team. You want to run the ball? I mean, the, the, all of the dudes who kill the run on the, on the Ravens are back. Calais Campbell's back. People are back. Pernell McPhee's back. And then their secondary, if you're going to make Baker throw it, that is exactly what you want to do. He's going to, Marcus Peters is going to get seven picks on this guy. I mean, it's, it's your classic Browns letdown. And I don't think the Ravens are that good, but nah, no way. No way the Browns win. I got the Ravens as well. Mm. Yeah, the, the, the reigning MVP back underneath the center. Mm. Playing for their goddamned lives. Uh-huh. The Ravens aren't gonna just embarrass just like be this shamed team that tucks its tail between its legs and just whimpers off into the night and not make the playoffs uh-huh. this season. They're uh-huh. making the playoffs. They're in the hunt. Okay. They're in the hunt against garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm picking the Browns just because the they Browns got a shot. Night football. Oh, my God. Yep, give me the Browns. Mm. If the Browns Another win a Monday those... night football game, I'll give you I know. a two couple points. of sandwiches off of my gift yeah, card. Yeah, yeah. Give me two points then. That's Turkey and provolone. These two primetime games with fans would have been so fucking sweet. These Bills and Browns, like these two tortured fan bases and their teams are good this year and they're feeling themselves. No, and Somebody would have gotten hurt, man. I know. they eventually blow it, somebody's getting hurt. Yeah. I don't even, they don't even need to get hurt. Some guy in a Ravens jersey would have got headbutted and been in a coma for like six weeks after that game. <laughs> for sure. Okay, mailbag. You've got mail. We got mail. You're sending it. We're reading it. I'm going to grab a piece right now, and I'm going to go first. Go because ahead. Look at this. Check out this. Let me get this envelope open. It's from an old friend of the show, Jay Gruden. Jay writes, Hey, guys. Uh, just wanted to use your platform to say something to Ron Rivera. Hey, Ron. I got news for you. If you've been success, If you've been successful... You didn't get there on your own. I'm always struck by people who say, well, it's just because I'm so smart. There's a lot of smart people out there, Ron. Must just be be because you worked harder than everybody else. But let me tell you something. There's a lot of hardworking people out there. If you were successful, somebody along the line gave you help. If you've got a business or a football team, you didn't build that. Somebody else made that happen. And that somebody was me. You're welcome, Washington, D.C. You're welcome, Ron Rivera. You didn't build that. Signed, Jay Gruden. Can we, can we have somebody banned from writing in? <laughs> Jay Gruden riffing on the, the famous Obama, you didn't build that speech. Uh, how does that, yeah, how does that work? Do we have to contact the post office and tell them that 
Jay Gruden is no longer allowed to use our P.O. box. <laughs> I'd like that. I don't want to read any more Jay Gruden letters either. So I'm with Tell him that. don't write, hey, Jay, if you're listening, because I know you are, because you wrote in. You're not allowed to write in anymore. Stop <laughs> calling us. And stop fucking young girls. Come on. Fuck an old lady, you coward. Uh, Danny, you got a letter? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, maybe the side of the bag. Actually, I'll go a little deeper down here. Oh, bottom. Just hit the bottom. All right. Hit well, the bottom. Whoa. Might as well grab a letter. All right. Here it is. Hey, guys. Love the show. My name is Zanini Cineas, but you probably know me as the guy who broke into Tom Brady's mansion last week. The cops found me chilling out on the couch and hauled me in, but what they didn't know is I had already searched through the entire house and discovered some pretty disturbing shit. Here's a list of just a few things that I found. <clears throat> An autographed copy of How I Did It by OJ. All right. A strap-on with Nick Foles scrawled on it. Wow. A jelly bean he's saving for his 40th anniversary dinner. A football inflator. A testicle... Sorry, a football deflator. Uh-huh. A testicle inflator. Oh, okay. I That's see the mix-up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A reverse squatty potty that made shitting more of a challenge. Wow. A ticket stub from the night of his first kiss with his son. What a the worn movie? Bill Belichick hoodie with blood on it. Was uh, it Thunderstruck? <laughs> what movie did they go see? <laughs> They they went and saw uh, Kiss the Girls. <laughs> That's just the first floor. Venmo me bail money for the rest. Peace. Signed, this guy. Okay. Zizanine. Zizanine. Zanini. I missed it. I gotta Zanini. say, I missed the story. Uh, Danny, are you just Googling Tom Brady and then hitting the news tab every week? His shit pops up, man. Some homeless guy, this guy who wrote to us, was caught in his Brookline mansion, which he hadn't been living in for a while. So obviously, he would store all of his weirdest stuff in there. Yeah, yeah. Duchini zucchini <laughs> ran up in there. It rhymes up, rhymes with panini, but with a Z. Yeah. <laughs> Jamal, you got a letter? Uh, yeah. Uh, this letter comes to me from Larry Tonka uh, in Seattle, Washington. Larry Tonka. Uh, hey, guys. Big fan of the show. Uh, you guys might not know me. I have been the most losingest coach in Pop Warner history. That's right. I've been coaching Pop Warner football for 38 years. Have not won a game. They keep letting me coach because, you know, someone's got to watch these kids. A lot of parents with dual incomes. I'm basically just a daycare program for our community. And uh, I almost had to make my yearly call to the last team that wins a game. But uh, I'm very glad I did not. Because I am the most losingest coach. It goes a little different than my counterpart, Larry Zonka's call of champagne and, and smoking cigars in a, in a hotel room with a TV with a big fat butt on it. 
No, 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 no. I not only call the last team to win a football game, I also uh, do their goddamn taxes. And then I suck everybody off in the front office because I'm Larry Tonka and I lose a lot. Larry Tonka writing in to just kind of sort of... Just checking in. Fess up to some of the shit he has to do when he loses. Yeah, yeah. Or when he find when someone finally wins, he is the biggest loser still every year. When the when the Lions don't lose, that doesn't count. Or when the Lions don't win. So he's waiting for a Jets win. Yeah. God damn, he got close last week. <laughs> he was waiting for a Jets win to be free from a spell. Look Larry Tom- hey, Larry, thanks for writing in. Uh, Jamal, you, you got any final thoughts this week? Uh, yes. Uh, so my final thought is I white guys belong in football, and I know that now. Uh, so, yeah, I had a fantasy league, and I decided that this fantasy league I wasn't going to play any white guys. I know technically that's impossible when you include, you know, like a, a defense and stuff sometimes, but. I wasn't going to have any skilled players be white, and I was going to see how it goes. And it was honestly okay. Playing Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback was a bit of an issue. I made a blockbuster trade for Dak halfway through. I had the option of trading for Aaron Rodgers at his lowest point or Dak. I go with Dak for my principles. His leg blows up. Season goes to shit. The only thing that won me any games was Young Hoku, the only non-white kicker. But I know now. This is a sport for white men, and you guys belong, and I'm sorry for the disrespect. Tell it to Cole Beasley. Tell it to Chase Winovich. Okay. Sure. Not talking to him. (laughs) Who is that Patriots guy? They always find the same mold of little white guy to scamper around, and against Chargers, he scored like two touchdowns. Gunner Winovichewski. They know where to find him. He literally played for Team Iceland in the goddamn Junior Goodwill games. If Yeah, if you're white and you're even a little bit good, Bill Belichick will scour the earth for you. Uh, my final thought is I disagree with everything Jamal just said. Uh, it should just be black guys, black refs, black coaches, black fans. Uh, it's basically BET, but for football. And that's the league I want. Yeah, all the all the teams have bands. That'd be great. Yep, every team has a band. Um, it's you know, black you people go. should annex another channel. By the way, I mean, BET is is considered the black channel. There should be like, I mean, do you, get well, we take got some low key ones. Get you know, Look, take yeah. HBO. No, white ladies got HBO right now. They kind of yeah. took that. They took that back from us. But uh, we'll figure something out. We'll figure something out because bounce isn't enough. We'll figure something out. Stars? That is crazy that Insecure Stars and Two is- Dope- <laughs> To say Insecure and Two Dope Queens came out, and then all of a sudden they're like, uh, let's make HBO Max and just do the Lilith <laughs> Fair, basically. Yeah, on our channel. Get a bunch of white women murdered documentaries going. That's what I'm telling you. They started getting hate mail. Once they seen like two, once it was like three shows with black women on them, somebody was like, you know what? I don't like what I'm seeing.
But yeah, okay. So you were saying some of these uh, un- under celebrated channels, like like you said, Bounce, which Bounce. was formerly UPN. Was that UPN? Yeah. Centric. No, Bounce is its own thing. Uh, U- UPN is dead. Uh, yeah. Stars, stars is uh, as black as things can be right now. Stars is right there. The, the WB of- primetime programming at one point for a bit, yes. But now it's just like white children, white teens. Yeah, now it's just like it, what if what if uh, a high school kid was a vampire? By the way, uh, UP the death of UPN also signaled the death of the career of Miguel A. Nunez Jr., which was. Very sad. Damn. Damn. Sparks. Damn. I mean, Sparks himself. Juana Man is not bad. Uh, somebody else say something. Yeah, I'll say my final thought, which is we are prime. And this is in Dan Hardigan's best case scenario. We are prime for my, for my prediction that I've made every single season uh, since he came into the league to come true. Carson Wentz getting cucked by another quarterback in the playoffs. We're so close to it happening again. You just have to run the table and hope that the team and the Giants lose a few, not to mention the Cowboys, who are all, you're also tied with. Win a few games, get into the playoffs, win a playoff game with Carson Wentz at the bench, and you will make Carson come for another year. I hope you do it. That's the only reason I would even root for you guys. Is it's because honestly, it's it not impossible, which is great. The Giants' schedule is very hard. We get to play the team again, so all we have to do is beat them head to head and just steal one of these other games. That's it. Go, go Jalen Hurts. It's it's insane that this could really happen for really another could. season. <laughs> it's so crazy. You're right, dude. Every December, Carson Wentz has the worst Decembers. I don't know what he he did, but every December is terrible for that guy. He killed Santa Claus. He must have, man. Um. Okay, well, I'm sorry to Carson Wentz. I'm sorry your career and your life is going this way, bro. I'm sorry. Not sorry, but I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry uh, to none of you, anyone listening. Never going to apologize to any clown who listens to this entire show. You're an idiot. I apologize to your family. <laughs> <laughs>